Welcome to the Thrive Life Show. I'm your host, Donnie Prasad. They call me Pastor D. And I'm excited you've decided to connect with me on this podcast where we focus on thriving in life and leadership, not just surviving, but thriving. And as always, if this blesses or helps you in any way, please do share it with a friend. Now let's get into today's episode. Listen, God bless you guys. I'm excited. Thank you for joining me tonight. This is the first night we're doing this from the Pastor Donnie Prasad page, the Pastor D page, and just uh, looking forward to being on with you guys here. Sandy, good to see you joining. All right. God bless you. <laughs> I see I see, uh, I see. y'all uh, noticing the small changes tonight. It's good. It's good. We're doing it a little different tonight. So go ahead and just invite somebody on here. I know this is a switch. For some people, as we are on Facebook, we're on the, the Pastor D, uh, Pastor Donnie Prasad page. But believe in God that he's going to use this page to be a, a source of inspiration as I just do what God has called me to do. All right. And uh, God bless you. Thank you guys for being on with me from a long time as we started this thing earlier in the year. And uh, we give God praise for that. All right. So go ahead and share it. I know tonight, you know, some people may not fully get with the shift in terms of coming on to this page, but I'm just encouraging you. So for those of you who are watching me on Facebook, if you can follow the page, I think you can click the the three dots and then you can choose the follow settings. So you uh, put uh, choose favorite or whatever it is so that you get all the notifications and everything we everything we put out. Matter of fact, let me share this on my I should share this on my personal page um, just for folks. So give me one second. We're going to get this thing ready and just share it with somebody. I'm not even, uh, give me one second. We'll get into it there. So go ahead and share it. I'm actually having a problem sharing it myself. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Let's see if you can share that. Um, all right, God bless you. Listen, I am really uh, excited because the Lord has given me a word. Corlita, God bless you. Good to see you on. God has given me a word for us tonight. You know, we talked about water and waves last week. Alicia, good to see you. And God has just put me back on this topic tonight. And I know that the Lord has a word. And I want to encourage somebody, stay with me tonight because God is going to speak. I'm just trying to see if I can share this. Uh, Why don't you give this to um, my beautiful wife to share this for me, please. All right. I I got the tech team trying to help me as we do it differently tonight. But I want to encourage you tonight, before I even get into this, I'm dealing with surviving the storms. And there we have been going through significant storms. And many of us have been dealing with storms on many levels in your life. And God has given me a word tonight that I, I have to deliver this word. And I'm here to encourage somebody. Matter of fact, just before I came on here, all right, just before I came on here, Danny, good to see you. Whenever I come on and we, we come on here to share the word of God, I always spend time praying. And then we spent, I spent time praying with my wife. And as we were praying and as I was praying tonight, just before coming on, God gave me a word. God gave me a scripture uh, that I want to share. Psalm 118, verse 17. This word is for somebody tonight. This is, this is for somebody who you're dealing with a storm. This is... A storm that you don't feel that you are going to survive. 
you feel that this is it, this, you feel that this sickness you're dealing with, you're not going to survive it, that this is going to be the end for you. I want to speak to you prophetically, and I want to give you a verse that to hold on to this verse. This is the verse that God just dropped in my spirit, but literally just before I came on here, I'm going to pull it up. All right, the verse is Psalm 118, verse 17. Somebody needs to hold. This is a verse for somebody tonight. God spoke. God put it in my spirit. And when I sense this, I know that it, it is something that somebody needs this word. Here's what it says. I shall not die, but live to declare the works of God. Father, I thank you right now. I'm praying for that person right now. Somebody needs to grab a hold of this word. You feel that this is it. Your mind is telling you that you're not going to make it. But God is saying to you tonight, I want you to hold on to this word. Psalm 118 verse 17. I will live and not die to proclaim the works of God. I'm going to proclaim. I'm going to give I'm going to give a testimony that something that should have taken me out God has brought me back. Listen, you are going to survive this storm tonight in the name of Jesus. Somebody needs this word tonight. I want you to hold on to this. It might be a storm of sickness that you're dealing with in your life, but I want to say to you tonight that God is going to bring you out. Father in Jesus name. Stay with me tonight. Stay with me tonight. This word Take this scripture, write this scripture down, put it where you can see it. Psalm 118, 17. I'm going to say it again. I shall not die. Somebody needs to proclaim that tonight, but live to declare the works of God. You are going to be a living, breathing testimony that God is still in the healing business, that God is still delivering. I'm telling you what I heard the spirit of God put in my spirit just moments ago, just before I got on here. God said, somebody needs this word. So I want you to take this word, write this word down, put it where you can see it and begin to confess it, begin to speak it. There is power in your confession. I'm going to survive this storm. I will not live, but I will not die, but live to proclaim, to be a living testimony of the goodness and the greatness of God. Father, I thank you tonight. Father, I speak now to this, this individual. There are even more than one. God, in the name of Jesus, that this verse would rest over them. This will be a proclamation that they will declare every single day that they will live and not die to proclaim the works of God, the goodness of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Father, I bless you. Dalet, good to see you. Um, yeah, please go ahead and, and share this tonight. It's a little bit different. I know people are getting used to this. I'm trying to share it myself <laughs> on my own page. All right. God bless you. Thank you so much. I, I, this word is going to bless going bless you tonight. This is not my word. It's God's word. I want to deal with surviving the storm. We are going to survive this thing. Surviving is good. We're going to talk about how we survive the storm. We're going to survive the storm, but I believe God is going to cause you not just to survive the storm, but you're going to thrive in the storm. God, in the name of Jesus, tonight, I decree it tonight. Come on. You are going to, you're going to thrive in the storm. You are going to survive the storm. And because of the storm, you're going to thrive. This is what God is saying tonight. You will survive the storm. And because of the storm, you're going to thrive. All right, come on. Now, Jesus, last week we looked at the, the passage of Scripture in Matthew 14, where Jesus was walking on the water. All right, and we looked at this miracle. Now, I want to ask you a question. Jesus put his disciples in that boat. 
And he said, listen, you guys go to the other side. Meet me there. I will meet you on the other side. Jesus knew what was about to happen. Jesus knew that their whole world was about to get rock flipped, turned upside down. The boat was going to feel like it's going to flip over. And Jesus knew that these men were in a, they're going to be hit with a storm. Jesus never told them the storm is coming. Oh, come on. Jesus never told them the storm was coming. Jesus did not tell them specifically what to expect, but he said, go. Why did Jesus send these men in a boat in a moment that he knew that they were about to be faced with one of the greatest storms that they had to deal with in their lifetime? And they would feel that they're not coming out of this. Why did Jesus send them in this boat? Here is why. I believe God wants us to learn how to navigate through the storms of life. Father, I thank you for that right now. God did not give them instructions what to do. He didn't tell them the storm was coming, but God was putting them in this boat to position them, to teach them how to navigate through the storms of life. And this is what we need here tonight. Marla, good to see you. Thank you. Joan, good to see you. Amen. Come on, good to see you guys on tonight. This is the first night we're on the Pastor Donnie Prasad page. Jesus put them in the boat to teach them a lesson. Storms will stretch you. Here we go. Storms will stretch you. We need the storm sometimes. We don't want the storm, but we need the storm. We need sometimes there are lessons that we learn in the storm that we're not going to get anywhere else. So we need the storms to stretch us. Storms will stretch you. Somebody say that. Storms will stretch you. What will storms stretch? Storms will stretch your faith. It is through the storms of life our faith is stretched. Our faith goes to another level like nobody's business in the midst of a storm. In the midst of a storm. Here's what happens. When we go through the storm, we've got to learn to grow through what we go through. Come on. We've got to learn to grow through what we go through. Jesus put these men in a boat, told them go to the other side because they were about to be stretched. Their faith was about to be stretched. There was nothing that surprised God on that trip. Jesus knew what they were going to be confronted with. And he put them in this boat to stretch their faith. Let me show you the progression. The first time, come on, stretch me, Lord, stretch my faith. You know, I'm actually drinking from a glass now. I don't have my Raptors cup. My Pastor Donnie changing it up, changing it up. <laughs> Storms will stretch your faith. The first time these men had to deal with a storm, Jesus was in the boat. That's Matthew chapter 4. Jesus was in the boat and he was sleeping. This time they're in the storm, but Jesus is nowhere around. He wasn't in the boat. He was stretching their faith. God will, put, will allow certain things to happen to stretch your faith. Your faith gets stretched in the storm. Your faith becomes stronger in the storm. God, I thank you tonight. Your faith, my faith is being stretched. My faith is not, when it's stretched, it's not stretching and becoming thinner. It's stretching and becoming stronger. God, you're making my faith stronger. God will stretch your faith. The storms will stretch your faith. The storms will stretch your perspective. 
It will allow you to see things differently. When you go through a storm, it causes you to stop a lot of things that you're doing because you're dealing with whether it's a financial storm, whether this is a health storm, whether this is a relational storm, whatever it is, it causes you to pause. It causes you to pause and begin to lock in on what's more important. Storms are going to stretch your faith. Storms will stretch your perspective, but storms are going to stretch your trust. It was in this moment that these disciples got another revelation of who this Jesus was. It was in a moment that they felt like they were going to die, literally going to die. Somebody tonight feels like you're not going to make it, but I say to you again, I will live and not die, Psalm 118, 17, to declare the works of God. These men lived through a storm. They did not die. There was no point in time that they were ever going to die from the perspective of God. Now, they thought that maybe they would never make it out of this storm, but Jesus saw them, and his eyes were on them. Listen, we live by faith. That's what the Bible says. The just shall live by faith. Come on. If this, bless, this is blessing you, share it with somebody. Put it out there. I'm just getting started tonight. Amen. Surviving the storm. The storms are going to grow your faith. I'm going to grow through what I go through. I'm going to grow in 2020 like I've not grown in my faith before. This is a year that is growing our faith. Come on, somebody declare that. Declare that if that's you tonight, if 2020 has already grown your faith, you ought to say, thank you, God. It was not the year we expected. It was not the year we planned for. But God knew that we would get to the other side. Come on, Father, I thank you for that word. God knew that you would get to the other side. Lord, in the name of Jesus tonight, you're stretching us. You're stretching our faith. Certain things you're not going to learn. Learn. Unless you are in the storm. God, I thank you. I thank you for what you're going to do in the storm tonight. Father, we bless your name tonight. Father, we bless you. Come on, watch this. When my son was learning to swim, we put him in the water. And it wasn't a storm. It was water. It was just calm water in a pool. But when I looked at him, he was struggling. And I said, do you want me to help you? He looked like he was going under a couple of times. He said, no, dad, leave me. What was happening in his struggle, he was becoming stronger. The storm will bring a struggle, but in the midst of the struggle, you're going to get stronger. Your faith is getting stretched and it is getting stronger. He said, Dad, don't take me out. Ah, Father, listen, God doesn't need to take you out. What he's going to do is take you through. God is going to take you through. The disciples wanted to survive, but God wanted them to stretch. Storms are going to stretch you. Come on. Thank you for that, Lord, tonight. Storms are going to stretch you in the name of Jesus. Watch this now. Storms don't just stretch you, but storms will reveal you. Somebody needs to get to get this. Storms will reveal who you are. Storms are going to stretch your faith, your perspective, and your trust, but storms reveal who you are. The true you shows up in the storm. <laughs> ah, God, take me through. Uh, let me share this with you. I think it was two years ago. I was taking my family in December. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It, I was taking my family. We were going on a little trip in December. And we decided to go, even though the weather was bad. 
even though we heard that a big snowstorm was coming, we decided to go on this trip anyway. It was my son's birthday, and we were going to the we're going to the U.S. So we started driving, and it started to get worse. The the storm started to get heavy, and when this storm was coming. Here's what happened. This thing shocked us. As we were driving on the highway to get where we were going, they shut the highway down. Come on. They blocked the highway. Literally, they forced you off of the highway because the weather was so bad, we had to come off of the highway. And then we started driving through these these back streets and side streets. And you're talking about empty, lonely streets where there's no lights. You can't see nothing. There's no houses around. There's a ditch. And there is massive snow coming down. I'm going to be real with you. I'm a man of faith. But in that moment, I was worried. I literally was worried. I started having all kinds of crazy thoughts. What happens if I don't get my family out of here? What's going to happen in this moment? Storms will reveal who you are. In this moment, my wife and I, well, we were praying. I was driving. I could barely see, barely moving. I'm wondering, can I, I need to keep this vehicle on the road. I don't want to fall into a ditch. What happens? All sorts of thoughts. My children were playing. They had music going. They, were, they weren't even, it didn't bother them. So my wife and I said, God, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we're praying. We're saying, God, take us out of this thing. God, help us. We're praying. We want to show that we're strong. But this was a moment we were worried. We were worried what was happening. But listen, and then in the midst of this crazy storm, and we were driving slowly, we saw a police officer. I've never been so happy to see the police. But we made our way out of that storm. We had to drive for a few hours on side streets. They finally opened up. But listen, storms will reveal who you are. Even though I'm a man of faith, I'm a man of God, in that moment, I really, honestly, I was worried and I was a little bit fearful. Storms might cause you to feel this way. Storms are going to reveal who you are, your character, your disposition, uh, your, your faith. Who are you? Storms will reveal the true you and where you are. Storms are going to reveal whose you are. When you're going through the storm, you've got to recognize that God has got you. Uh, listen, I'm God's daughter. I'm God's son. And if you know that, you know, when you're in the midst of a storm, you still got to praise on your mouth. You still got to worship in your belly. You're still going to give God a shout of praise, even in the storm, because you know who you are. Uh, and God has spoken things over your life and you know whose you are. God, I thank you tonight because we know who we are. Father, in Jesus name tonight, listen, storms are going to reveal the real you. Storms will reveal where you are. Where are you in your journey with God? Where are you in your in your walk of faith? Where are you in your in your level of spiritual maturity? Storms are going to grow you up. We've got to grow through what we go through. Here's what we need. Storms are going to stretch you. Come on. I'm going to, I got, I got, stay with me. I got some, I got to get some meat. Come on, Samantha. I see that God said, I know, uh, you know who you are. You've got to know who you are in a storm. If the disciples understood that they, that Jesus called them, come on, follow me. I'll make you a fisher of men. Jesus, <laughs> oh God, look at this revelation. The Lord just dropped this in my spirit. God said to them, I'm going to make you fishers of men, so they're not going to die, in, they're not going to die at sea. He called them the fish. They ain't going to die in, at sea. You are not going to die doing what God has called you to do. 
You're going to fulfill it. You're going to fulfill it. It is not going to sink. It is not going to die. You're going to fulfill it. Come on, somebody. Listen, storms are going to stretch you, but in the storm, you are revealed. What, you, what we need, whenever we're dealing with a storm, you know when there's a hurricane, when there's an earthquake, when there's some natural disaster, there's always a response and recovery plan. Come on, somebody. You need... And I need a response and recovery plan in the midst of the storm. It's going to stretch your faith and reveal you, but you've got to know who you are and have a plan to deal. Let me go through some things real quick. You need a response and recovery plan because your faith got to get back up. Your faith got to get back up. Don't let your faith sink because of the winds that are blowing and the waves that are coming at you. God, in Jesus' name, listen. Don't let the storm push you around. Let the storm push you to pray. Go to God in prayer. Your response and recovery plan, go to God in prayer. Go to God's word. You must, 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 and this is why I gave this verse. You must have a word, a scripture that you hold on to in the darkest, toughest moments of your life. If you got a favorite scripture that you hold on to, post that scripture, share it. It may very well bless somebody else here tonight. Post that verse, post your verse. Somebody I said tonight on the top of this, this live, Psalm 118, 117, 118, 17, it will become your verse. I will live and not die to declare the works of God. This is somebody's going to get this tonight. This is going to become your mantra. Go to God in prayer. Go to his word. You must have a favorite scripture. I see Psalm 91. I love it. Thank you for sharing this. Thank you for posting this. I know it's, we're on a different page tonight. For my Facebook people, IG, I love seeing you on, Patrice. God bless you, Maria. Good to see you on. All right? God bless you. I'm getting heated up. I'm trying to, like, cool myself down. Go to, the, go to God. Go to prayer. Go to trusted friends and leaders. You need people in the storm with you. You need to go to trusted friends and leaders. I'm just going to share these things real quick. Go to past experiences. When you're dealing with a storm, you need to have the right perspective. If the disciples remember that the last time they were in a storm, Jesus stood up and said, be still. And he commanded the winds and the waves to stop. They would have said, what would be worried about? Jesus is going to come through. Go to, go to God in prayer. Go to his word. Go to friends and leaders. Go to past experiences because that will help you recover. It will help your faith to recover. Go to trusted friends. All right. Let me get to some things to avoid. Avoid negative talking. Do not speak words of negativity over your life, your situation, your health, your relationship, your marriage, your business. In the midst of a storm, you cannot let words come out of your mouth that are negative. I will, live and, I will live and not die. Speak positive. So avoid negative talking. Avoid affected people. People who are already affected will affect you. You got to get people that are going to build you up. When the, if you're talking to people who don't have discernment and spiritual discernment, they're just going to pull you down in the midst of the storm. They're going to tell you, listen, I'm not sure how you're coming out of this thing. Avoid making important decisions in a time of storm. That is not the time where your mind, I'm just giving you some practical tips. I'm going to keep going. I, I got to get to this. I got to get to the meat of this. Avoid isolation. These are some things that you need a response and recovery plan. If you can remember these things, go to God in prayer. Go to God's word. 
Go to trusted friends and leaders. Go to past experiences. Avoid negative talking. Avoid, um, avoid negative people or affected people. Avoid making important decisions and avoid isolation. This is going to help you recover. Storms are going to stretch you. Storms are going to reveal you. But I want to say to you tonight that storms will confirm you. Storms are going to confirm some things in your life. Not every storm is because something wrong has happened. There are some storms that you're going to go through that are confirming that you are on the right track. There are storms that you go through in life and all the, all the, the, all the, 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 the things that are happening, it is confirming that you are going in the right direction. Let me share this experience with you. Come on, I love seeing you guys on tonight. Stephen P., come on. God bless you tonight. Thank you for joining me. It's a little different. I'm going to drink some water to that. When I was invited to Africa a few years ago to preach, it was preparing to go to Africa, uh, getting myself ready to, to deliver the word of God. Uh, most, there were so many challenges that I encountered in preparing to speak the word of God when I was there in South Africa. And even the first night of ministry, it wasn't what I expected. I was disappointed, disappointed in myself. I said, how can I travel this far? And, and I did not release the word of God the way I was supposed to release it. I felt like this thing, what is happening here? But do you know that somebody shared some wisdom with me that really helped me? And this was after the fact. I wish I knew it before the fact. But it helped me. And I said, yes, that's exactly what happened to me. You see, I was going in the right place. I was going in the right direction. But there was such spiritual um, strongholds in certain nations and places. And, 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 and in, in Africa, there's certain strongholds where when you go there and you want to deliver the word of God, singers have told me this, ministers have told me this, they have so many battles they have to face before they can get there and deliver what God wants to, for them to deliver because it is a spiritual fight. So when the storms rise in your life, we've got to realize that it is not because you are doing something wrong. We always think, did I do something? What did I do to cause this issue in my, in my relationship? It is not because you're doing something wrong. It is because you're doing something right. Somebody needs to be reminded of this tonight. Come on. The storms, sometimes you are doing the right thing, going in the right direction. If this is your first time on with me, just let me know. Thank you for sharing it, everybody. God bless you. Kamala and others joining. Carol, God bless you. Cheryl, God bless you. Come on in. Let me know where you're watching from if this is your first time. Storms will confirm you are going in the right direction. Jesus put these men in a boat, told them get to the other side. Jesus needed to get to the other side because there was ministry. I mentioned this last week on the other side of the Sea of Galilee. He was going to Gadara. And we know if you know a little bit about that place, there was a man there possessed with legions of demons. Right. And 
legions of demons. And Jesus had to, was getting, he needed to get to the other side. This storm that arose, I believe that it was spiritual in nature to prevent Jesus or try to stop him from bringing release to the people on the other side. There are some storms that are going to rage in your life. It is meant to stop you. It is meant to stop you from following God's plan for your life. It is meant to stop you from pursuing the purpose and the plan that God has for you. But you've got to survive the storm because you're about to thrive. When you get to the other side, you're going to thrive. And even in the midst of it, somebody needs that tonight. You feel that something's wrong. No, 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 I'm telling you tonight something is right. Come on, somebody, something is right. When you determine that you're going to seek God like never before, you want to draw, draw closer to God, all of a sudden you got a problem in a relationship that you thought everything was, good, was well. And a relationship problem hits. Or you got a, a problem with your job. Something shows up, something stirs up in your life. I got to get to this. I got to come on. Listen, I'm excited to have you out here tonight. This is a word from God. Whenever you determine you are going to make a, a go to another level in your faith, all of a sudden the storms hit. Why? Because you've made the right decision. The enemy is not happy. So the enemy is going to start to attack. And you look at the storm and you get scared. Listen, come on. Don't be scared. You will survive the storm. You are going to thrive because of the storm. God, I thank you. Come on, somebody. Listen, I thank you guys for sharing it. Uh, listen, I like that verse. Samantha posted that verse. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. God has a plan even in the storm. The storms will confirm who you are. Somebody just needs to receive that tonight. You are not going in the wrong direction. You are going in the right direction, and that's why there are so many obstacles. That's why there are so many challenges, but you've got to push past the obstacles. You've got to push past your, your feeling of, of this is not going to work. You've got to push past what you see, and you've got to begin to say, God, you are the God that speaks to the winds and the waves. Listen, when Jesus spoke, the disciples said, what kind of man is this that even the winds and the waves obey him? Do you know that God blew and took control of the wind and he used the wind to blow the Red Sea? He used the wind to open a path in the Red Sea. That's what the Bible says. Read it. The east wind. There was a strong east wind. Why? God, God blew it. God controls the wind. He controls the waves. Nothing happens without his permission. God used the wind and the waves to make a way. God used that. God will. Father, I thank you. Somebody's receiving this word tonight. So listen, when you're hearing criticism and people are talking negative about you, people and people and you're hearing people saying some things about you, know you are going right. That is just a lie from the enemy. When somebody says, Pastor D, I don't know what's wrong with him. I don't know what's wrong with what he's trying to. You go ahead and say what you got to say. God has already spoken to me. And if God told me to do it, nothing you say will stop me from doing what I'm going to do for God. You've got to be so resolute. In your faith, don't let the opinions of people, because in the, there's a storm brewing and it's coming from the opinions, the winds of, of people's, uh, <laughs> of their noise blowing in your direction. Please, don't let this thing discourage you. The storm, come on, Pastor Jay, good to see you. Pastor Jeremiah, good to see you. 
Whenever you purpose in your heart that you are going to the other side, you're going to grow. You're going to give God everything. You're going to do this. All hell is going to break loose, but don't let it phase you. Let it let it actually encourage you that you're going right. The devil don't mess with people who are going wrong. He'll let you keep going. All right, God, I thank you tonight. I'm about to get to some things. Hey, we're going to survive this thing tonight. Come on. Father, I thank you tonight. I'm going to throw that back up. Surviving the storm tonight. Storms will stretch you. Stretch your faith. Storms will reveal you. Reveal who you are, where you are, whose you are. Storms are going to confirm to you that you're headed in the right direction. Come on, daily good to see you, man. But I want to say this, I can't, I would be remiss if I don't bring this real word to you. Storms will correct you. There are some decisions that we make that actually create a storm. I don't want to miss this. It's, we, need to, we need to be balanced. There are some storms that you create and I create because of decisions we make. We have got to watch it. Watch this. So the storms will correct you. Jonah. Can I talk about Jonah for a moment? Come on. Florence, good to see you. Listen, God bless you. Thank you all for sharing this. Thank you for sharing this live. I know we're doing it from the Pastor D page and all my IG people. God bless you. Storms are going to correct you sometimes. Yes, there, there are times when that storm is, is trying to oppose you going the right way. But there are times that we make decisions that cause a storm. Jonah was supposed to go to Nineveh. You know he, this man was supposed to do something for God. Jonah goes the other way, spends his money to go away in the, uh, go a different way. But God caused a storm. I want to read you the word of God. Listen to the word of God. Jonah chapter 1 verse 4. Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea and a violent storm arose that the ship was threatened to break up. All the sailors were afraid and each of them cried out to their own God. And they started throwing stuff off the ship. Jonah went on the, in, the, in the wrong boat, going in the wrong direction. And all of a sudden a storm came and said, God sent a great wind on the sea. God allowed and permitted this thing to say, Jonah, you are not going right. And I've got to correct you right now. Sometimes... The storms in life are sent to correct us and redirect us. Come on, somebody accept this word. Father God, if I'm going wrong, correct me. If my attitude is wrong, correct me. Redirect me. God, if I'm thinking wrong, help me to see the things that you want me to see. This storm arose to correct Jonah and redirect this man. God was not about to let Jonah go down to Tarshish. God is not about to let you make a decision that is going to shift the destiny and the plan and purpose of God. You made a decision in a moment that was not the right decision and some you're running into things. That is God saying, stop, check yourself. You're going in the wrong direction. Somebody needs to hear this tonight. God, in the name of Jesus. Storms will stretch you, reveal you, and confirm you, but storms will correct you. Thank God for correction. Who, what kind of father does not correct their children? What kind of mother does not correct their children? We have a father that will correct us. Yeah, come on. We've got to be open. And what happened to Jonah? What did the storm do for Jonah? Listen. 
Jonah said to the men, I want you to look at Jonah's acknowledgement. This is powerful. Some of us need to be like this. This is what Jonah said. Jonah chapter 1, verse 12. He said to the, when the men said, hey, listen, who are you? Where do you come from? Who is your God? What's going on? This is what Jonah said. He said, pick me up, throw me into the sea, and it will become. I know that it is my fault that this great storm has come upon us. I'm pausing there for a moment. Some of us, because of pride, because of being arrogant, because of we think we know best. Look at this man. We will not admit what Jonah, Jonah said to these men. It is my fault that you are in this problem. Pick me up. Throw me into the sea. I'm going to take responsibility. You are in this position because I made a wrong decision. I made a bad decision and it's affecting you. Sometimes the decisions you make, be careful, will affect people and create storms that don't just affect you but other people. So God, help us to get it right. God, redirect me. Penny, good to see you. God, redirect me. Be willing to be so humble that you say, it is my fault. I messed up. God, help me to get it straight. Help me to get it right. I don't want to live going the wrong way. I don't want to live doing the wrong thing, but I want to get it right. That's what this man said. Throw me into the sea. I will take full responsibility for the bad decision I make. If that's you and you're in a storm right now and you know that you've made some decision, stop. Go to God and say to God tonight, Lord, I'm going to take responsibility. I'm wrong. I made a hasty decision. I didn't consult you. I've gone this way. I've done this. And then let God, let God be God. This man threw himself at the mercy of God. Father, look at this revelation God is. He said, throw me into the sea. He had no idea there was a fish waiting for him in the sea. He was willing to take ownership of his mistake. If some of us are going to make it and survive the storm and, get, and get, get, allow God to redirect us, we've got to take ownership. Take ownership, somebody. When you take ownership, guess what? And you'd say, God, I'm, I'm in your, your, let your mercy I'm at your mercy, God. God, the Bible said, provided a fish for Jonah. Didn't say a whale. It said a fish. We think it's a big whale. But look what the storm did for Jonah. I want to say to you, this is what the storm is going to do for some of us. 2020 is a storm. But look what happened. The storm caused Jonah to change his direction. And he started going in the right way. The, the, the fish swallowed Jonah. And what happened? The storm caused Jonah to pray. The man got into the belly of a whale and he began to pray. He began to call on God like he never called on God before in the belly of a whale. The storm will push you to pray. Don't let the storm push you around. Let it push you to pray. The storm caused Jonah now to thrive. Why did I say that? Because this fish took him where he was supposed to be. Jonah began to speak. Jonah began to declare the word of God. Jonah began to be an encourager. Jonah began to focus on other people and not himself. And Jonah began to thrive. Jonah survived the storm, but Jonah thrived because of the storm. Come on, somebody needs to get this. You're going to survive the storm and you're going to thrive because of the storm. So don't, don't be intimidated by the storm. The storm will stretch you. The storm will reveal you. 
The storm will confirm you, confirm that you're headed in the right direction. And if you're not going right, the storm is going to correct you. So we've got to be open. This is what, what God wants us to hear. This is what God wants us to receive tonight. You are going to survive the storm, but you are going to thrive because of the storm. Jonah had a story. Jonah had a testimony. Jonah got to Nineveh and he began with there was another level of passion on Jonah. And he began to speak. When you come in the midst of this, people are looking at you. Job was rocked by the, the biggest storm that you can think of. Job lost his family in a moment. Job lost, lost his wealth. Everything he had, he lost. Job lost his, his health. Job lost everything. He was in the midst of a storm. But do you know that because of the storm, Job was able to thrive again. People are looking at you. Do you know whose you are in the storm? Job knew whose he was and he said he refused to curse God. He refused to curse God and die. He knew that he knew who God was. Yes, Job was discouraged. Yes, he had some friends that didn't really seem to encourage him, but he refused to curse God. And Job got it right. And God blessed him with more than he had before. Father, in Jesus name. Somebody's coming through 2020 stronger. Watch this, what I'm, about to, what I'm about to get into. Watch this. Lord, I thank you tonight. Here's, the, what, I, here's what I want to tell you tonight. Let's look, at, let's, let's look at eagles for a moment. I want to change our perspective. God wants you to change your perspective on the storm and see something differently tonight. Eagles are majestic, powerful birds. It, it, it was Dr. Miles Monroe. I love what he said. He said, God identified himself with two animals, the lion and the eagle. Powerful, powerful. But well, let's look at the eagle for a moment. Every other bird is afraid of a storm except an eagle. Eagles do not fear storms. Birds are the other birds. When the storm comes, they are trying to fly away from the storm, but not the eagle. Eagles do not fear storms. Eagles have a different attitude. Eagles have a different approach. Come on, there's some people tonight, you're about to soar like eagles. You are about to soar like eagles. The storm is raging, but you are about to soar. What do eagles do when they come into a storm? Eagles sense this is powerful when a storm is coming. Eagles know when a storm is about to hit. And what does the eagle do? The eagle positions itself in the storm. The eagle is not flying away from the storm. The eagle is not trying to run from the storm, but the eagle flies into the storm. The eagle will position itself in the storm. So when the wind starts to blow, what happens? The eagle gets lifted. The storm will lift the eagle higher. The storm is going to lift the eagle and cause the eagle to soar higher than ever before. Cause that eagle to soar above the storm. Come on. There's some eagles on here tonight. 
you have a different attitude and you've got a different approach. You're not running from the storm tonight, but you've got to be like that eagle. The storm will actually cause you to be lifted. The storm is going to elevate you. The storm is going to cause you to rise up. Oh, come on. We are going to rise in the storm. What is going to rise? Your faith is going to rise. Your faith is going to get stretched. Carlita, your, your faith is going to be stretched and you're going to rise. Eagles use the wind to soar above the storm. Come on, somebody. Somebody declare, I'm going to soar in this storm. I'm going to soar. I'm an eagle and I'm going to soar in the storm. Lord God, the other birds are running the, and they are fearful. But listen, eagles are not afraid of a storm. Eagles like the storm because guess what? They let the wind of the storm lift them and elevate them. <laughs> eagles position themselves. To store, to soar in the storm. Right now, you've got to position yourself. What are you doing? You're in the word. You're in prayer. You are saying, I'm going gonna, I'm to let this thing stretch my faith to believe God. I know he can do it. I know he can bring me out. I know he can turn it around. I'm getting ready to soar like an eagle. Ah, come on. The word of God says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Somebody let me de- declare to you tonight, you're getting new strength. Your strength is being renewed. Your strength is being renewed. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength and they shall mount up with wings like eagles and soar. Come on. You are about to soar. You've got to change your perspective on this storm. Change the way you see this storm. This storm will not take you out. This storm is going to take you higher. Come on, somebody. God, I believe it tonight. Father, I speak it tonight. This storm will not take me out. This storm will take me higher. It is going to cause my faith to go higher. It is going to cause my my stretch. God, I thank you tonight. This sickness is not Unto death says God, you will live and declare the works of God. Hold on to the word. Father, in the name of Jesus, eagles sense storms. Eagles soar above storms. And eagles see beyond storms. Father, in Jesus' name, we are eagles tonight and we're going to soar. The, the, these, these storms that are raging will not take your people out, God, but it will cause us to elevate because you will lift us up. You are going to be the wings upon which we soar. Father, in the name of Jesus, learn to face your storms like eagles. Father, in the name of Jesus, get ready. Somebody get ready to soar. Get ready to soar. Eagles are built and engineered to soar in the storm. Father, I thank you tonight. Father, I I thank you tonight. Listen, this word is what God wanted me to share tonight. We are not just going to survive the storm, but you are going to thrive because of the storm. We need the mentality of an eagle. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to soar tonight. There are people getting ready to soar tonight. Father, in Jesus' name tonight, Father God, I speak peace. Watch this. I'm going to drop this out. I gotta do. You can have peace in the midst of the storm. Why? You can face a storm like an eagle and have peace. Eagles have peace in the storm (laughs) because they know the storm is just going to take them higher and they're soaring above. You can have peace in the storm because there is purpose in the storm. 
God knows how to work things out and he knows how to work it together. You can have peace in the storm because there's a promise in the storm. Jesus said, I'm going to meet you on the other side. So I don't care. Watch me. Your situation is speaking to you and your situation is saying that you're not going to make it. But you've got to take a hold of the promise of God and say, no, I'm holding on to the promise. God has taken me to the other side. Somebody needs to declare that tonight. Don't let the situation cause you to miss it. You can have peace in the storm because there's purpose in the storm. There's promises in the storm. But there is a person in the storm and his name is Jesus. He has power over the winds. And the wave. We've got purpose, promise, person, and power over the storm. Father God, I thank you tonight. Father, we're about to pray on this on this broadcast tonight, this live. Father, I thank you tonight that, God, you are going to help your people see that we are going to survive this storm. We are going to have, we can have peace in this storm right now because you're causing us to storm. Janice, in the name of Jesus, I speak it now in Jesus' name. Father God, I speak right now over your people tonight that this storm is not going to take us out, but it is going to take us higher. We are believing you, God, for another level, Father in the name of Jesus. Father, I release new strength right now. God, they that that seek your face, God, they that wait upon the Lord. Somebody just got to wait on God. Your strength is going to be renewed and you're going to have wings like eagles. Father, in Jesus' name, I speak it tonight in the name of Jesus. You're going to have this victory in the storm tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray over Carlotta tonight in the name of Jesus. God is saying to you tonight, Psalm 118, 17, you will live and not die to proclaim the works of God. Father God, I release that word. I release your word over her now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I release your word over your people tonight. God, there is a turnaround coming. And in, even in the midst of this storm, we're going we're gonna to grow in our faith. And we're coming out on the other side. Father God, I bless your name tonight. Lord, I praise your name tonight. Somebody's God is, somebody is dealing with a financial storm. But God wants you to know that he is about to release it in your life. He's about to turn it around. But you've got to hear what God is saying to you. Father, in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus, let me say this to you. God, just put this in my spirit. Just as Jonah said, I made a mistake. Some of us need to say that and, you've, and, 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 and admit that you've made a mistake. And when you do it, it's going to start to change. This is when you shift from looking at yourself to take you out of the storm and you completely rely on God. This man said, throw me into the sea. He had no idea what would happen. He threw himself at the mercy of God. Father, in Jesus' name tonight, the person that needs to do this, Father, in Jesus' name, let it be so, Father, in Jesus' name. And, and as they do this, Father, in the name of Jesus, a turnaround is coming because now we're looking to you, the author and the finisher. The storm will not take us out in the name of Jesus tonight. If you got a prayer request, put it on there real quick. I'm going to agree with you in prayer tonight. God wanted me to share this word and just encourage you tonight. Just encourage his people. Do not let the storm intimidate you. There is a promise in the midst of the storm.
Do not let what you see intimidate you. Let what God says determine your outcome. Father, in Jesus' name tonight, Lord, I release a supernatural level of faith on this, on this life tonight. That there is greater faith coming to your people tonight to believe you even in the midst of the storm. To believe that you are going to cause us to elevate and you're going to cause us to soar even in the midst of the storm. Father, tonight, I re- release this tonight. Lord, I pray for... Natalia, Father, in Jesus' name, I see this request from Susan. I want you to agree with me tonight. Lord, we're praying that for breast cancer right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, you said that you will heal. And by your stripes, we are healed. So, Father, I release a word of healing over Natalia tonight in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we decree healing over her right now. We know that you are a God that can heal and you are a God that can then deliver. And we speak healing right now, Father, in Jesus' name. You said that if two and three shall agree. So we are agreeing together right here on this, on this live tonight. And we're praying for Natalia and we're speaking healing in her body. We take authority over cancer, God, in the name of Jesus. Jesus, we pray. Father, in Jesus' name, let it be still. Let that cancerous cell be still in Jesus' name. Let it be stopped in Jesus' name. God, turn it around in the name of Jesus tonight. Lord, in Jesus' name, I I see a request to pray for Lydia tonight. Father, we speak over her in the name of Jesus tonight. Father God, I bless her tonight in Jesus' name. We speak healing over her body. And God, I thank you right now for touching her. God, every pain in, in her head, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, we speak healing right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we command healing in the name of Jesus. Father God, we speak it, Father, tonight in Jesus' name. Let it be so. In the name of Jesus. I want you to call it. There's Abigail is on this stream. One of the ladies from our church. Amazing testimony. Just a few weeks ago, and I, I didn't get to connect with her yet. But she shared a testimony that we prayed in church. And God directed me to tell the folks in the building, to whatever it is you're dealing with, call it by name. Speak to it and you're going to call that sickness by name. You'll call that situation and it will leave. And she decreed that there was healing to her condition. Abigail, I want you to write whatever the condition was. I don't remember the name of the thing that God healed you from. I want you to post it. I want you tonight to whatever it is you're dealing with. I want you to speak to it now. Father, in Jesus' name, Jesus spoke to the winds and the waves and they obeyed. Jesus has given us authority in his name so you can speak to it tonight. You can speak in the name of Jesus tonight and it shall be so. Speak to it now in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. We release it tonight. I agree with what is being spoken by your people right now and we agree tonight whatever right now in jesus name and we command healing in your name in no other name but the name of jesus tonight father we thank you for the turnaround we thank you god lord we thank you we pray for sarah's mother now in the name of jesus and we speak healing tonight in jesus name Palantar, I can't even pronounce the name of the thing, Abigail, you were dealing with. God knows what it is. God healed you. And we're going to get that testimony to share. Because when you share your testimony, it's going to encourage people. Father, I thank you tonight. In the name of Jesus tonight. God, I thank you. In Jesus' name tonight. Thank you. 
thank you everybody for <clears throat> joining me here tonight on this session. God just wanted me to encourage you tonight. The storms that you're dealing with, they're not going to take you out. Whatever it is, you speak it, you claim it, and God is going to use this storm and turn this thing around. You will survive the storm and you will thrive in the storm, thus says the Lord. In the name of Jesus tonight, amen. In the name of Jesus tonight. Carol, good to see you on here. In the name of Jesus tonight. Shante, God bless you. Thank you, guys. Amen. You've encouraged me by being out here tonight. I know we, we made a change on this. Um, it's for the folks on Facebook. I appreciate everybody on IG. Reggie, good to see you. Sandy, thank you. Penny, all of you guys. Patrice, God bless you. And thank you, everybody, on um, Facebook, on the Pastor Donnie Prasad page. I, I want to ask you to do me a favor, please. Just share the stream. Invite somebody to like the page and change the settings. I'm going to do my best to share what God is putting on me. And use this page on the, the on the Pastor Donnie page now just to be a blessing through that page. So I need your help, please. When you see stuff go out there, share it, put it out there, partner with what God is doing. And I thank God for you. I thank God for um, you partnering with me. And together, uh, we are thriving. This is the Thrive community. And I know that this community is going to thrive. This is something God put on me to do. Carol, God bless you. This is something God put on, me, put on me to do two years ago. I said this in the very beginning. Some of you never heard the testimony, but two years ago, two years ago, God gave me the name Thrive Life. And I knew that it was going to be in 2020 that it was going to come to fruition, come to pass. God knows why it came now and why he this year. So thank you again, everybody. God bless you. I'm going to sign off. Tremaine. <laughs> Love you, Tremaine, and love all of you. Um, God bless you guys so much. Thank you for being on here. And again, you can, these pages, you can write a comment or there's like a review section. Write something, if you will, if you can. Um, again, as we try to just um, do what God is calling us to do so that this work can go forth. Amen. I'm grateful for all of y'all. Amen. All everybody who's new on here tonight. God bless you. You encourage me with my... With my, I got a glass tonight. You see that? I wore a shirt tonight. I don't even do that on the Thrive Live. I kick it real, real simple like, but you know, change it up a little bit. <laughs> All right, family. I love you guys. Thank you. Honestly, on behalf of myself and behalf of my wife, I'm taking a moment just to say thank you to you for all your support, uh, for supporting my wife. For those of you who are on Instagram, you can follow her page at Relentless to Pursue. Um, uh, on Facebook, she puts out some amazing things and we thank you so much for your support, uh, for what you have, you, you guys have blessed us more than, you know, just by supporting and encouraging what God is doing. And in turn, we are thriving together and we're doing this for the glory of God. All right, guys, God bless you. And Sunday morning, Sunday morning. Okay. I'm going to say it Sunday morning. I'll be sharing the word Sunday morning. At our, on our church stream, ESP Worship Center. You can follow our church page, ESP. I'm going to be sharing the word on Sunday. I'm looking forward to what God is going to do on Sunday. He's given me, he's given me a word. And so Sunday morning at 10 a.m., join us on the ESP Worship Center page uh, or on the website, ESPWorshipCenter.com. And uh, we're believing God for great things. This is a new month, 
And this is a month that God is going to fulfill everything that is, you have yet to see. And God has promised it shall come to pass before the end of this month. I've been saying this and I believe it to the core of my being. Amen. All right. God bless you. I'm going to sign off and uh, let me see if I know how to do this because it's different. All right. God bless you tonight. Amen. Amen.